morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you decided um, to tune in, or whenever you decided to tune in, I just wanted to say welcome to Champagne and Tea. Um, I thank you for spending some time with me. So, while I try to keep them short today, I'm not quite sure if that will happen, but let's move forward. <laughs> so, y'all know I have some tea for y'all. Here recently, I made a post. Oftentimes, I will post questions or, you know, put something out there to provoke thought and request the input. This particular time I made a statement, I wasn't requesting any input or feedback, but boy, did I get it. My my statement verbatim was it's a special place in hell for people who cheat on their spouses shaking my head that's that's what i wrote that's the post y'all i don't know nothing about going viral but if there could have been anything else that cut up on my feed that was it like it sparked a nerve i had people commenting that i never ever even seen didn't even know that we you know had any association with each other period like it was a mess but what it what it said to me was one these people are triggered okay and we live in a world where people have become desensitized to things that hurt them Y'all, I got all kind of comments on there. You know, I welcome the feedback. But the reason why the comments was so weird to me, per se, is because they was talking about some, oh, does hell have sections? And, oh, you know, uh, people have multiple wives in the Old Testament. Like, people just started going to hell in about their point of view and their justifications on cheating. Like, y'all, <laughs> listen, I don't understand. So in any relationship, because you practice how you play, I'm going to give you, not my two cents, my, my whole dollar on this matter. And then I'm going to go into some of the DMs I received asking for advice. Now, as I give you the disclaimer, I am not a doctor I am not a psychiatrist. I'm not any of that. I definitely can refer you to some people if you reach out to me. But let's talk about it. Like, let's get into it. First and foremost, um, sorry, guys, I had a moment. Um, First and foremost, Everybody does not marry for the same reasons. And my personal opinion is, if you're not married for the idea of being faithful to your partner, then don't say that, okay? This discussion is about those who made a vow to be faithful to their partner until death do them part. This, this is who this post is for. Not for the people that chose to have several marriages, not for the people that chose any alternative outside of this particular choice. The ones who vowed to their partner to be faithful until death do them part. That's what that's what this one is for, okay? The other ones, I might have some for y'all in the next season. 
but this is for those people. First and foremost, if you do not have self-control or you feel as though you are in a place in your life where one person does not satisfy you, wait on it, okay? Because not only is that person staying under the false pretenses, but y'all, I would go so far as to say that it's manipulation and it's not consensual. It's not consensual sex or anything. Every time you lay down with that woman or that man and you didn't invite somebody else into your bedroom, that is the worst, the absolute worst thing that you could do to someone. If you want to go fuck up your life, excuse my French, do that. Do that, baby. Do that. But to come bring somebody else into that is totally different. Um, and some people lack self-control and some people don't believe that one person satisfies them. So do not manipulate and control the outcome for yourself because that's self-serving and selfish to keep someone there under the idea that you really want to be faithful to them. Because forever is a long time, okay? It requires continued, continued um, choices to be there. It's a choice because you're not going to like that person every day. I guarantee you, okay? You are not going to like them. But because you made a decision that you are going to be faithful, y'all are both there making a decision that you're going to work through whatever issues that y'all have in order to make that long-term partnership work. Okay, so let's just start with that. <sighs> Things happen in a marriage. Um, people step out on a marriage, you know, more often than not, unfortunately, and my thoughts are there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. If you are the partner who got cheated on, you need to make the decision on whether or not you're going to stay with the forgiving heart or if you're going to harbor resentment and go back and forth, that's not going to work. I'm going to tell you why. That damage of that relationship is, is going to be far harder to heal from than the temporary um, discomfort of healing knowing what the outcome is okay I do not have anything to say about those who choose to work through their marriage after the cheating is done um, habitual cheating you need to go be by yourself okay um, so we talked about the, the partner the one who's on the receiving end of this disrespect let's talk about the person who chose to cheat listen <laughs> I try not to be gender biased but the reality is that people handle life differently some people justify their cheating because there's a time period in their life where they feel lonely they you know they feel like no one is listening you know sometimes a child is sick sometimes um, sometimes financial burdens are in place sometimes they feel unheard there's a lot of different reasons why people step out of their relationship and none of them are justified but they can be prevented meaning that if you are in your relationship communication is everything if you reach out to your partner your spouse and you can't seem to find a happy place get you some accountability partners get you some people that are also married in your circle who are determined to finish that race strong and not step out on a relationship and baby what is wrong with going to a counselor a psychiatrist 
The only way that you can fix a partnership is to start with yourself. What is it that I need to communicate to my spouse or partner so that this can work? What is it that I need to deal with on my end? Because sometimes it really is you. Sometimes it really is you. Sometimes you're the problem, you're the narcissist, you're the person who the other person cannot communicate with. Uh, you're the one with daddy issues. You're the one with mommy issues. You, you, you're the problem. Sometimes you're the problem, not the person that you cheated on. And sometimes they're the problem. But regardless, the only person that you can fix in that moment is yourself. So I am a big believer in self-help books and counselors and mentors and disciples and psychiatrists. I'm a, a firm believer in that because it's not so much that, oh, you know, I'm crazy. I got to go talk to this person. It's the idea that you need someone to ask the questions you might be afraid to ask yourself. You need someone to organize the thoughts. You need someone to dig in places and not be your own sounding board and your own consultant because you will be royally screwed. And not only that, you invite that to your partner. You invite that to your children. Like, those who have kids, give your kids a childhood they don't have to heal from. Staying there is no longer acceptable. That's not even bare minimum. Sometimes co-parents do better apart because they cannot get along. Whew, it's so much to unwrap on here. So, I'm going to talk about a few different couples. And I might have to have a part two to this episode because it just dug so deep in some people's skin um and and here's the crazy part y'all i was just being facetious when i wrote the post because so many married men being my dm like you know you gotta be real specific in your prayers now you can't just be like god i want a husband child he gonna send you somebody else's husband. No, i'm just playing god ain't gonna send you somebody else's husband but that's what be knocking on the door okay it's, uh, nobody wants to be give you the attention like somebody else's husband okay that's not getting attention don't fall in that trap girl he's not gonna leave his wife for you um anyways that's a day for another time i mean a, a subject for another time so uh let's talk about these four different situations and they have given me permission to speak on this but i just can't say their names hopefully at another date i can invite different couples and we can have this conversation um, and to y'all that be still in my subject for my podcast, I'm flattered, but I need you to know I have lawyers in my bedroom. Anyway, moving forward. Um, the first couple was in a relationship, you know, one married without any sexual experience and one married with a lot of sexual experience. And so the intimacy within the relationship was very hard because when you come in the bedroom you have to remember that one day you're going to get married and so them porn star flicks those tricks and all the other stuff that you might have done prior to meeting your husband or wife is not the reality of what that sexual relationship looks like um my advice to the person that reached out to me was you made a choice you made a choice that all the other contributions to that relationship were more important than temporary gratification of sex, okay? Because 
sexual desires, although relevant, and I hate that people feel like it's such a taboo subject to talk about the person not pleasing them in the way in which they would like. But I think that those things need to be discussed pre-marriage. Um, if you have a high sex drive, it's going to be hell to deal with the partner who has stipulations on when and how they want to sleep with you. Period. So you need to have those conversations. But the reminder to this person was, hey, love, you didn't marry her because she can clap it or throw it in the circle. You, you didn't marry her because, you know, what's that stupid stuff you be saying? Slob on, like, slob on the knob. Like, you, you didn't marry her for, for her gag reflex. That's not why you married her. Okay? Um, and excuse this rated R explicit version, but I, I have to keep it real because I feel like people just tap toe your tiptoe tap dance I can't get my words today tiptoe and tap dance around the obvious man people are struggling with those sexual thoughts that they brought into their marriage so one you need to go see somebody and talk through that and also communicate with your spouse and see if that's something that you can um have some self-control regarding because here's the, the ugly truth. That person may never be able to fulfill those those sexual fantasies for you. And you have to be man and or woman enough to accept what they can give. I love how, you know, um, Tyler Perry and them talk about this 80-20 rule because that is absolutely the truth, man. Somebody is not going to be able to give you 100%, but they can give you 100% effort. And so you have to communicate those pre-marriage and in the marriage and constantly, hey, you know, I'm feeling this way, this is X, Y, Z, and then you got to make some decisions, okay? And the decisions prior to cheating, cheating ain't the decision. Cheating is temporary because whatever made you step out, whatever made you step out is not going to keep you there for forever. It's just not. Um... I reminded this person at how the other person must feel waiting their whole life to give themselves to a person and that their idea of sex was for a covenant versus the impurities that, you know, he invited in his life prior to meeting her. Um, I also, you know, gave the advice to the other party in which it was that, hey, you knew you married a freak. Baby, stop playing victim. You knew. You knew you married a freak. And although there's no justification for cheating, if you deny this person or put stipulations that have nothing to do with their thought process of sex, you are likely to lose something that is worth so much more than you going to give him what he wants. And that works both ways because there are some women with high sexual appetite brings me to my next couple um so first before i'm in that before i move to the next couple my advice for that couple was just to remember the vows remember what they came there for remember the partnership that they had and what inviting other people into that partnership might do to their children to their livelihoods um sex could be worked out it's kind of like when i used to teach i used to tell my students like i can teach you skill like i can teach you how to draw blood all day till tomorrow but what i can't teach you is character or interpersonal skills or communication or the ability to make your patient feel comfortable 
Like I can't, I can't teach you that. That has to be something that you're willing to do on your own and learn and and perfect your craft. And it's gonna make all the difference of how good of a um, healthcare, you know, provider that you are. That I mean, period. That's that's what it is. And just like anything, you have to work at it. So that's that couple. This brings me to my next couple. Um, and it's actually two with a similar situation, which I thought was absolutely crazy. But again, um, in my current present time and season, I'm not married, but I definitely could give you my, my thoughts if asked. Uh, based on my own experiences, I'm very transparent about the things that I've been through. Um, the next couple, there was no raw, like there was no, no pizzazz, like, you know, uh one of the partners felt neglected like they felt like everything was too easy and so let me tell y'all if you haven't heard that episode that i uh, posted earlier in the year trauma bonds trauma bonds are real like some people get into those marriages for safety but have no desire to provide the necessary um the necessary nurturing that it needs you just want to take 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 and here's the reality of it sometimes we're so used to confusion and drama and like the controlling aspect of things in our past that we think that that is normal and it's absolutely not normal it's deeper than sex you're looking for a wow and here's the thing you might very well have a husband or a wife who just want to be at home and cook dinner and give you all the apple pies and shit that you want and you got to be okay with that not because you're settling but because the long term y'all i'm gonna say this so many times the long term the long term benefits of being with someone who cares more about your well-being and wants to be a partner who wants to grow with you who wants to work with you who wants to secure financial stability with you wants to build a legacy with you that is so much more important than that chick or that man coming in pizzazzing you or snatching your butt up acting jealous because you're talking to somebody else baby let me tell you something if you have no idea how you're supposed to be find you an old southern married couple that's been through some things the unbothered of that woman when her husband is talking to another woman the unbotheredness of that man when his wife is entertaining and hosting and happens to be around male figures let me tell you why baby because it is cheaper to keep her back in the day and that set the ground and the rule for a lot of foolishness you don't got time to be worried about who doing what when you got kids to raise jobs to you know, to work and feed and cook and clean and you don't have time to be worried about you what Johnny or Sarah is, is doing. You have time for that. And guess what? My grandfather used to tell me a husband ain't never gonna leave his wife for you. Back in the day that was so 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 true. You know, now we have access, so things have changed a little bit, but the reality of it is the heart never changes. That's why you always find people that'll leave their wife and go to the little floozy and then come back years later talking about they regretted it and you know or they they faking the funk like it's so much special they didn't want to heal them or they heal them in that new relationship and that is something that people don't talk about just because they left you and went to the other person it does not mean that you were not a good person 
does not mean that you are not worthy of love. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that they screwed up so bad in that relationship that the only way that they could get it right is to fix it in the new one. The damage is done. Some people would rather start over than to build what is already there. And that's just the harsh reality. That's the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Sometimes you are raising a man or a woman. You are grooming them for the next person. Regardless if you're in a marriage or not. In a perfect world, it will be pre-marriage. But the idea and the reality is that's not it, y'all. That ain't it. So, um... my advice to the individual in that particular couple situation was like hey um why did you get married what what did you expect to come of the partnership and it was a long pause because i could see so much pain and hurt but you was looking for somebody to save you and now you got to start with the idea that the only person that can save you is yourself. And you have to get out of your selfishness and allow that person to do what they've been doing. Um, and that's it. I mean, that's you. You got to figure it out. And that, that may mean, again, talking to someone. Y'all going to hear me say that all the time. Counseling, talking to someone. Um, I do believe spiritual growth helps and heals a lot of people because we are born into our own set ways and convic- and the convictions allow us the desire to change, okay? You got to do the work, but the convictions in our spirituality, the things that we feed ourselves, they allow us the will, the desire to change, okay? Because we're constantly seeking a resolve versus dwelling in our BS. So, um... This brings me to the other part. I have met so many dominant women, and y'all gonna not like me for this, but you know, I gotta keep it all the way above. Y'all be trying to find men that you can push over, but let me tell you something, just because that man is not aggressive and slapping you up against the wall does not mean that he gonna sit there and deal with this stuff. Like, you can't, you can't tell him how to run stuff. If you met him and he was not the initiator, more than likely he ain't never going to be. He want to do whatever you want him to do to keep that peace in that house. And he all right with that. And you got to be okay with that. Y'all, to me, y'all y'all need the most help. <laughs> and coming from a person such as myself who thought I had to control everything. Y'all know I got a tough skin. I'm going to tell you about me first. Um, if you're initiating everything in the beginning stages and you're doing all the, you know, the preparing and the the romance and all that other stuff likely you're going to continue to do that throughout the marriage like the ring ain't going to change anything um and me learning that the hard way my expressed my biggest advice to those type of women and or men is in the dating stage if that person is not doing the initiating that's not the person for you so you know we're talking pre-marriage before you get to the marriage so that you won't feel the need to cheat okay that goes back to the women who like the wild factor the men who like the wild factor you ain't gonna get the wild factor baby you wanna come home wash his behind she wanna come home wash her behind and go play with her son kid or go watch lifetime movies you wanna come home and you know buy dinner he, he gonna he she gonna take care of you 
but they not they're not for the extra they don't want all of that they they just they're not initiators they'll go with the flow you plan it i pay for it okay i got a few hard-working people in, in my life um who date and they talk about the women that complain and i tell them all the time well you got to find a woman who don't like to go because or who's okay with doing all the planning some men are simple some women are simple they do not want all of that so in the dating stage you got to own your part you like the parts of them that you can control the narrative but then when you got too much control again who are you left with yourself you are left with yourself you are left with your greedy control factor your desire to have everything your way you are left with you and you need to go see somebody about that you need to go buy you some books um you know learning how to communicate interpersonal like all of that you you really need to uh, mature in that area because it won't matter who you replace the person with while you're stepping out on your marriage you're never going to be satisfied and happy because in that moment you control the wild factor you control the instant gratification but once that's settled you're going to be right back in that same boat baby in the middle of the ocean and can't paddle nowhere because you didn't exhaust all of your energy trying to control the narrative it's not gonna work love um this is my last couple i'm gonna talk about today maybe not but anyway we're gonna just you know try to get through it the, the other couple this woman is sweet she is kind she is a beautiful soul inside and out and she reached out and she was like love I cheated on my spouse. Am I going to hell? And I was kind of taken back because I was like, what? I never what? I don't understand. But here's the reality. Her situation was she was married for almost 20 years. Her husband stepped out and he cheated on her. And she was devastated. She was so hurt, but she wanted to get back at him. So uh even though he told her everything and this woman knew all her business. Um, he was admitting to what he did or she found out and so she just had to get back at him like it sat different in her soul to know that this man cheated on her and here she is being faithful so she did her thing and although it was temporary it still stuck with her her question was how I feel about that I don't. Um, here's the cruel reality of the situation. And I, and I, again, I hate to put gender roles on feelings, but majority of the situations men don't handle being cheated on well. They leave. And women stay during cheating because of the emotional factor. And so they harvest resentment. So here's the best way that i can answer that likely if you tell him he gonna leave that's it there's really no sugar coating there's no pretty picture behind that there's nothing that's going to change that narrative it is likely that if you tell that man that you cheated that he will leave most men pride just simply off the pride of you cheating is going to carry them away um, I wish I could say differently, but that's the truth. Depending on who your audience is, now we have more women that possess more masculine, you know, ideas and, and values, morals, etc. But the, 
regardless the simple answer is that he's likely to leave and he will not reconcile the marriage um as far as you cheating or whatever it is never justified with cheating even if the other person does it first because um the that you have is beyond understanding uh the resentment you had staying you you need to forgive that person before you decide to stay sometimes that requires taking a break sometimes that requires um that requires taking a break sometimes that requires a legal separation uh, whatever the case may be but as I mentioned before when you stay somewhere and you have not forgiven that person uh, cheating hurts you more than it hurts them you're the one that's going to have the the bitterness you're the one who's going to blame them you you are the one who is going to suffer more from that outcome than they are because of the person or the morals that you possess pre-cheating um so my advice to those going through the infidelity and going through the changes in their relationship and their marriages i always say do a temperature check do a check you know uh checkup oftentimes people become complacent in their relationships and they're scared to ask those questions because it might mean that they're not meant to, you know, stay together. And I don't think it's a matter of being 
staying together so much as it is the desire or the battery charge to fulfill the needs of a relationship the things that are um necessary for growth for understanding for uh just things in general um it's gonna be a lot to unfold and unpack as to what led to that but if you're willing to do the work you can just about get through any hardship or obstacle in any type of relationship and you know I always talk about relationships mirroring each other it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship but being that we're speaking on romantic relationships do understand that if you're willing to do the work you can change the outcome it's just that simple so I hope today bless somebody I hope that whatever you're going through that you understand that you have to do your part and that it's not going to fix itself um (laughs) well they say Rome wasn't built in a day and marriage is a decision that's made daily and it's a decision that could be the benefit of a lifetime if you're willing to do the work so to those who felt some type of way about my post as my late grandfather used to say a hit dog holla honey if you know that you do not want to stay committed in a relationship please do not manipulate the other person to stay there um, knowing that you are stepping out and introducing all kinds of things y'all you don't even know they can't even cure some of these diseases and and the disease is not even the hardest part of the cheating it's the detachment it's the gaslighting it's the it's the all the healing that has to come after knowing that you lay down with someone every night and they're lying to you and and telling you selling you this dream you know kind of like working your whole life for a promotion just to get laid off you know they there's a lot that comes with that that healing process to cheating is is deeper than just stepping out um i don't care how many people do it i don't care how many people justify it i am speaking on and will continue to say this those who made a decision to be in a marriage and to be with one person and made a vow you you are held accountable for that decision nobody else not the outside party not the nobody you are the person who's held accountable but also the person who was cheated on you also have an accountability to yourself and the other person to determine whether or not you are willing to move forward from that decision or decisions and work through that process before uh, including your whole family. I don't care about the finances. I don't care about what's separate. I don't care about the kids, um, you know, being affected because people just people just prolong what is already inevitable. Okay, um, two people stand together that not willing to do the work is way more harmful than separating and the temporary sting of what's uncomfortable. And as I see with this family of uh, people created people like quick fixes and they get mad when it requires a long term it may take three years to heal from 30 minutes of infidelity but that's three years people go out of the jail all the time for forever 
uh, in a day. I'm just, you know, exaggerating. But, you know, there are consequences to your action. And a lot of people just don't want to face the music um, of what that looks like. So until the next episode, y'all have an amazing day. And thank you to the people that slid in my DM to participate. Um, That's why we do this, you know. Um, maybe on the next episode, I'll have some husbands and wives speaking. It's so hard to get people to speak on that matter because, ooh, child, you talking about their livelihood. But I don't know. Maybe I'll find a voice changer. Have a great day.